0: Welcome to the Novice Arcade. Help me, Leon! Wait here. Leon! Featuring a revolving roster of hosts. It's no use! Covering all live-action film adaptations of Shut video games. Die. <laughs> Enter if you dare. Here we are, returning yet again to the video game uh, hour. We just, uh, spoilers for everyone here to date ourselves. We just finished discussing Silent Hill, and now we're going to discuss yet another video game. And this one just is horrific and and violent. Hey, Paisanos, it's the Super Mario Brothers Super Show. <laughs> hey, yeah, there you go, yeah. I couldn't believe that they threw in a reference to that in that movie. I was shocked in the theater, I couldn't believe it.
1: Well, it opens it up with it, for pit sakes. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I was just like, what the heck? Like, And that that was a good way right from the start to show that, yeah, maybe this ain't going to be a great movie, but it's going to be just a giant reference piece.
1: So, Caleb, what did you think of the remake of the Super Mario Brothers from
0: 1993? Yeah, it's not a remake. I'll just say not a remake. I have seen people call it a remake, which I think is just bizarre. Like, in what world is that a remake of that film?
1: Well, okay, it's not a remake, but like up front, it has almost like similar beats, loosely and broadly mm-hmm. it has similar beats to the first one where Martin and Luigi are in Brooklyn, and then they go into the mm-hmm. Mushroom Kingdom. They fight a villain. I won't obviously Dennis <laughs> Hopper is not Bowser, but still he's King Koopa. But I mean, I don't mind Bowser being called King Koopa. But well, he did he did he was called the King of the Koopas in this film, so that's fine. And then in the end, they go back to Brooklyn. And they end up fighting the bad guy. So you tell me if this is a remake or not.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not. Okay. Yeah, those are the barest barest details. It's all in the middle that makes the, the giant difference.
1: Yeah, unlike unlike in the actual film or in that film, um Daisy doesn't go with them to uh the Mushroom Kingdom and is not revealed to be the long lost princess. Peach is already
0: in it. Yeah, and there isn't one giant mushroom kingdom and her dad was, oh, I guess he died, but then became the Mushroom Network. I don't know if you see seen that movie. I don't know how much I should spoil.
1: I've, I've seen the movie. No, I've seen, I saw the movie like probably two decades ago, but I still remember it. Because how do you yeah. not forget that film?
0: And there wasn't a, a converting machine to turn the insubordinate uh, servants of King Koopa into Goombas Goomba, Goomba, Goomba. No, it's that movie is just cuckoo. I mean, that's in a crazy town all over the place but i guess they both did actually feature a, a sequence that was basically a mario kart sequence so you're right it is actually a remake. now i think about it yeah there you go <laughs> and at the very end even
1: though the middle of it had them there is a yoshi in the at the very end
0: mm, mm. albeit he doesn't hatch but still that's true well oh wait was there a post-credit scene with yoshi
1: come on man like this one was 80 minutes like this is your like th- this is probably like giving you a plus already like, you're probably giving this a point for how like short it
0: was i give it a plus for that but i don't care about post-credit scenes anymore oh fair enough
1: well see that's the problem you're still watching marvel films and you shouldn't be here's what you should do you should stop going to post-credit scenes in marvel films and go to and stay for non-marvel films and also <laughs> dc films
0: i i'd rather just wait and watch at home Then have to, yeah, sit in the theater and especially because nowadays, I don't know if you if you if this happened at your screening, but whenever I sit and wait, staff members come and they stand at the door and just stare at you awkwardly and they look around waiting for people to leave. And I'm like, yeah, I don't care that much. See this post credit scene or if there is one, and I'd rather not sit here awkwardly as the staff are waiting for to, to be able to do their jobs. So.
1: Yeah, fair enough. I mean, I'm getting my money's worth for it, but uh, to each their own, of course.
0: Yeah, to each their own. But okay, that's interesting. That a post credit scene, huh? I didn't hear anyone talking about All
1: it. All it was, was uh, it was back in the giant labyrinth of pipes in, under Brooklyn, and I guess we go to near where, like, you know, the, the warp pipe was, and we see the egg from the, um, placed on the wedding table, and like the egg started to hatch and then we heard like it faded to black and then we heard like his voice yoshi like he he does his yoshi
0: and then uh faded black oh that sounds uh yeah like not something that'd be worth sitting in there for
1: no i mean for for me as a fan of this like franchise it was
0: and i'm a big fan of the mario franchise for years i used to try to collect the games um yeah i've I've played many many of them I, i love this stuff and that's the reason that i come out mostly positive on this movie i was incredibly hyped just because i knew okay I, I have to watch this i have to watch all these video game-based movies and i was like this is the one that i feel like has some promise to turn it actually good and i remember me and you bounced back and forth a couple of times with me being like hey you know like uh, it's even though it's illumination and they don't have the the greatest track record i think they have an okay one i still think that they can do some good stuff and this could be great and you were kind of like, eh, I don't think so. But yeah, right up around this, the time the movie was released, maybe like two weeks beforehand, I just started to get really, really hyped. And then I saw it, and I, I appreciated how much that you can tell these people cared about the franchise. They really wanted to show why this, this stuff is iconic and you know, give a love letter to it. And, and they did a lot of good stuff in that regard but i didn't necessarily feel like the characters or the story were were all that what do you, what do i say about that stuff
1: okay so it's sort of i'll give my i'll I'll, I'll tell my side of like the the, the context uh, afterwards but sure. it somewhat almost suffers from uh sonic the hedgehog yeah only in that of how like simple the plot is Now, I didn't mind the plots, but I understand when it came to characters. Like, this is more of a plot story than a, um, or it's it's story driven rather than character driven. Excuse me, Um, because there's really nothing that the characters get to do other than like Mario has to rescue his brother instead of rescuing Peach because that's an outdated trope.
0: Yeah, and very little in terms of character arcs or development. Like, it's it's a pretty flat line. And I'm I'm fine with a plot driven movie if if there's a big plot, but yeah, this plot is fairly basic, and so it's yeah I can I can really get into a lot of the really cool reference pieces. I love that they did the whole like uh, platformer thing early on when they're running to uh, that apartment with the dog, which that was some of the most Illumination stuff in this movie. That felt like just a piece of any of their movies, but yeah, in terms of yeah this a story it didn't really keep me that engaged i I was engaged by just how great it looked all the way through but i could take or leave most of the story stuff
1: like it w- it, it almost seemed like it was like going from set piece to set piece event to event yeah <laughs> i guess john wick for chapter four technically had more of a st- well maybe not really maybe they- maybe these are all, are almost equal what do you say caleb given that you're you know Your your, your feelings over John Wick 4, which has more of a, like, I guess, story to it. John Wick Chapter 4 or Super Mario Brothers?
0: Yeah, they're both pretty basic. I think John Wick Chapter 4 is a more resonant story because it does feel like it's trying to do something. This one feels like what it was trying to do was say, hey, don't you love Super Mario Bros? And don't you want to come see another movie with them? (laughs) Like that's that's the impression I got. Like this movie feels like it doesn't. It, what's strange about it is it it feels like a setup movie for a sequel, but at the same time, it doesn't really feel like they're setting up a sequel. If that makes sense, like it feels like a standalone movie, but they're like, let's just establish this great world and show you how much you love Super Mario Bros. And then, at least in my impression, maybe we'll save the story for next time. That's that's kind of what I got from it. So, for me, um, did you see the Peanuts movie? Yep. I think we saw it together. Oh,
1: that's right. We did. I forgot about that. We did see it (laughs) together. Um, So, I'm a really big fan of that film. I know a lot of people aren't fans of it, given, like, you know, what the history of Peanuts in the comics versus Peanuts in the cartoon format. Mm. Um, But I really like that film because I think that was an actual film. It had a story to it. I think there was... Some there there were some parts of it that had character development to it, uh, and that also had a lot of references and Easter eggs to you know stuff of the past, whether it's in the comics strips or it's from the uh, the, the the specials that were aired on TV. So I think that one's overall what Caleb would like to see more of, which I definitely agree with. Whereas this one, I wouldn't say it's padding. I it definitely is a setup movie for like more, but I agree with you in that I would not want to see. Um, the sequel to be doing this, just treading on the same grounds. I almost am wondering if... I, I actually said this to myself halfway through the film. I was like, you know what I want to do if I watch this again? Or when I watch this again? I want to watch the uh, the Japanese dub, because I want to see what they do with this.
0: That's interesting. Hmm. I mean, I can't imagine it changes story much, but maybe... Well, I don't know. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I, I think they'd probably throw in some cultural, uh, cu- culturally associated jokes. Uh, in there potentially, but other than that, I f- I feel like maybe they at least reinterpret the characters a bit differently. Maybe like I I, I don't know. Like, obviously, they have to stick with what's on what's animated, but I feel like there might be some liberties uh, taken. I, I don't know. This is just me like going off of like what I think might happen, but um, other than that, you know, uh, like one of my favorite games of all time is Super Mario Bros. Three, uh, where I'm coming from. Oh, so like. Yeah. You know, I was, I was, I was a bit like that. I played that on my Game Boy Advanced, and I didn't. I, I would not call myself an OG fan because OG fans would play Super Mario Brothers Three on like the NES and without a save state. Whereas my Game Boy game had, you know, save slots. So I, I'm not true sure OG. That game took me like at least three or four years to beat, but boy, it was that was it satisfying when I finally beat it at the in, in the end.
0: Yep. Yeah. No, yeah, that thing. Oh man, <laughs> that's a great game. When I was a, uh, when I was a youngster, we had uh, two and three on the Super Nintendo. Nice. And then I had one on my uh, Game Boy. So yeah, no, no, three was great. I would always loved flying around with, in his little. Uh, what would you even call that outfit?
1: <laughs> well, there's the raccoon suit and there was a Tanuki raccoon. suit, and it's weird because in at the end of the film, when he's like trying to redirect the giant bill bill, bullet bill, excuse me, uh, or unless there's another name for that, mm. um, I was like, because when he gets the flower, flower, the leaf flower, excuse me, I was like, <gasps> it's the, it's, it, it there it is, it's the raccoon suit. And then he turns into the tanuki suit. I'm like, okay, so he's, they, they redesigned it as the tanuki suit. I'm pretty sure that's an updated version of the raccoon suit. But the thing about the tanuki suit is that uh, it gave you the ability to turn into like a, a statue. And mm. it was, it wasn't, like, cheating in the game. It definitely wasn't, but it was more like... Uh, you could d- use that to, like, kind of, like, sneak past enemies or have enemies not not notice you. So it kind of was it an upgraded version of the raccoon suit. You could, like, also use it to fly if you gained enough momentum. And so I was like, oh, so the very end he's going to, like, turn into the Tanuki and then he's going to make, like, the bullet bill go through the hole or something like that, or, like, go and hit Bowser. And they didn't do that. I was like, oh, okay, I guess... What they did was also cool, sure, but I was like, ah, oh, perfect time to use okay. the
0: p suit. But whatever. On oh, PS, I also played a lot of Super Mario World. Love, love that game.
1: It's that's that's <laughs> ever, so that's somebody's first game. Um, once I I, I definitely want to play that on my Switch when uh, to get that three pack uh, mm. of both Super uh, of of World um, Sunshine and was it Galaxy or was it a different one? I Forget.
0: Yeah, no, I think it was Galaxy. Yeah. It was Galaxy. okay. Yeah, there you go. Oh, and by the way, as a fan of uh, Super Mario 3D World, I was surprised that they, because I, I think I mentioned in the past, and, and some speak easier or another, that that has one of my favorite game soundtracks of all time. I think that thing has so many brilliant pieces. For years, I would just listen to that soundtrack when I would write. Um, I, I haven't done that in a while, but I, I think that's such a great soundtrack. And I guess the filmmakers agree, because they took a number of pieces from that game and just put it in the movie. So that was really cool. They did some different stuff with them, they, but it was still cool to hear them.
1: Again, the soundtrack was phenomenal. Brian Tyler did a, an amazing like job with like bringing in some of those pieces from like all over you know Nintendo's basically catalog and history. So it was it was <laughs> really nice to hear all of that. I love i even though i never had one i love the fact that luigi's ringtone is a GameCube intro
0: oh that's interesting i didn't realize that oh man as like as as any kid like knows <laughs> that theme
1: from like our age man i was like oh that's
0: so nostalgic let's
1: go <laughs> and obviously remember nostalgia is a weapon so i'm, I'm aware of. It.
0: yes and yeah this movie does very much i was gonna say rely but i think it the correct word is thrive on it because I think the movie has enough uh, fun going on, some good visuals to get by, but I think to make people walk away like loving the movie, yeah, they have to have a connection to these games. And, I, and as someone who does have a big connection to them, I, I still walked away being like, ah, like I'm, I'm here for more. I think that they did a fine job for what this is. Actually, you know what? I feel the same way I felt about The Force Awakens. I feel like there's enough here that gets them by in a first entry, and but it doesn't really feel like a movie that works just in its own. If this is all we got, if this was the last of these, I would think that this was a pretty forgettable movie. But if they could make some great sequels to follow up on it, I could come away years later and be like, oh, okay, you know, this may not be a great movie, but they're laying some groundwork and and, you know, setting up with this series was going to be. And so I can appreciate it more for that. And that's what I feel right now. I, I don't think this was a great movie. I feel like that they just didn't spend enough time crafting interesting characters or likable character. Well, I, I can't say likable. It's not like they were unlikable. It's just, I was never really like, let's take Donkey Kong, for example, Donkey Kong, um, is always a fun character in the games. So I think I always like his interactions with uh, uh, Cranky Kong. I think that's some really fun stuff in those games. In this movie, they kind of turn him into a pompous, you know, kind of annoying jock for most of the movie. They, they soften it later on. But I was kind of like, oh, I don't really like this Donkey Kong. I, I mean, maybe Seth Rogen's a good casting. Maybe they can do some more stuff with the future with him. But for this entry, eh, just not that into it. And Luigi, I feel like I, I love the, the Luigi's Haunted Mansion reference. I think that was a lot of fun there. I think they did that whole sequence really well. And then he disappears for the pretty much the whole movie afterwards. And I'm sure I mentioned on this podcast as well that growing up, I always played Luigi if I had the opportunity. I always had an, an affinity for him as the, uh, the, 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 the secondary sibling that maybe people don't pay as much attention to. I felt a lot of that in my youth. And so I I just related to Luigi. (laughs) So, and and to see him relegated until the end when they kind of give an obligatory moment for him, it was kind of like, ah, I feel like they're letting Luigi down here too. Maybe in a sequel, they could do something better with him. You can see a trend here. I'm sure.
1: (laughs) If they're going to do what I think they're going to do, make sure he has a character and make sure that Daisy as a character or else like give yeah. enough mm. like work for daisy because i definitely want to see the two of them paired but like make sure that she's as much of a character as Peach is, or else because i don't just want him to be or her to be luigi's girl i like want her it, it could also be uh, uh luigi's daisy's boy
0: <laughs> yeah i will say if, if there's one thing in the movie i didn't like and this this is maybe unfair the one thing that irritated me every time I saw it, or or should I say heard it, that was whoever was voicing Toad, I found that voice just grating against my ears. And every time he had a line, I feel like, oh, can we just get this guy off the screen now? I, I can't take that voice anymore.
1: <sighs> it's your old pal, man. It's your old pal, Keegan-Michael Key.
0: Oh yeah not an old pal of mine That, that explains that This guy always just grates on me Even when I don't know it's him It's your old pal buddy Even when I don't know it's him he grates on me
1: Oh <laughs> uh, yeah no he's in everything that Caleb loves Predator and uh, I don't know what else he's in <laughs> <laughs> Not in any of his buddy's movies yet His four movies but still
0: For good reason <laughs> I don't know
1: Anyways, uh, I, I, I'll actually say I kind of miss the uh, Super Mario Brothers Super Show Toad's voice. I think, like, ha- upon hearing some clips on from YouTube on that, it's pretty hilarious. And I wish they, they, they brought that interpretation in there. But, uh, you know... Oh, interesting. Yeah. Again, the, the thing with it was is that just from start to finish, this is a gunshot. It just goes and it just ends. Like, it's... Like, no time is... There's... Very little time spent on characters for I think that reason, and instead it relies, mm. uh, like you said, on like nostalgia and iconography. And I'm definitely one of those simpletons who bought into that iconography, um, which I was happy about. But I, I'm of two minds. Where yeah, as a fan of this, I'm, I'm a, or as a fan of the franchise, excuse me, I love this film. But obviously, as a like fan of films, uh, there, there could be more. And I think you honestly could do more with this, uh, despite its ridiculousness. I got what I wanted, Caleb. I forget where it was, it was a speakeasy somewhere, but I said I wanted to see Sonic be, uh, instead of being live action, I wanted to see him be animated instead. Um, Mm. And this is my way, my wish came true. My wish came true with this, and I got exactly what I wanted. Um, Just that there wasn't that much. So, we're not going to do a versus series uh, between the two of them, because obviously those are rivals, but I i guess in a way like even though sonic is you know he's the fastest thing alive <laughs> i think sonic actually had a lot more fun moments with the characters and i mean the first one had a lot more like interactions with the characters even if you didn't want those and you wanted sonic to just do his own thing in like a different world
0: yeah it's that's a really interesting comparison because yeah in terms of just wanting the world um brought to the screen translated into yeah a, a story that i'm not controlling with a controller I think Super Mario Brothers did it absolutely better. That it feels like such a a love letter and a yeah, a new version of the game just brought to the screen. It, it really does feel like that. But Sonic, yeah, they they really did give us a much more interesting character there and really give him a an arc at least. You know, maybe maybe not a great one, but still an arc. And I think I think maybe I like that movie a little bit better than this one. Which is weird.
1: Like here's 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 an example. What do you remember about the interactions between Sonic, um, uh, Kowalski, so that the 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 officer, his wife, yeah. and then Eggman? I think other than like maybe the wife and Eggman, it's like they all have like something with each other, or at least Sonic has a relationship with all of them in a way. Yeah. And then if you have what what is it about Mario that What is his interaction other than like maybe Peach? Like, I know they're, I I appreciate that they're sowing the seeds of a relationship there, which I appreciate. But again, what is it? What, like, the similarities between him and Peach just being humans in another world? I guess that is something, but even still. And then Toad, it's just like, I'm your best friend now. Like, and I was also thinking of like, um, mario and donkey kong maybe that was more subtle i, I don't know because like you know don- like, there was that moment when they were inside the fish where donkey kong was like oh you you, you know you, you well you know what it's like to have like the you know um a, him, uh, a, a buffoon to your dad and then mario was yeah. like yeah it's you know i, I know and so it's like either they were subtle with it or they could have done more with it but like there's a connection right there
0: yeah yeah. And, and that's, that's why I was saying like, Oh yeah, maybe they could do more with this dynamic in the sequel because yeah, near the very end is when I start to be like, Oh, okay. I, maybe I could like the two of them together, but I just didn't enjoy. Like, I love the the spectacle of that first fight scene between him and Donkey Kong. I love all the references there, but just the arrogant, you know, kind of dick measuring between the two of them. Ah, I just didn't really find that very compelling. Um, and I will say, one of the characters that does feel the most uh, well rounded is Peach. But even she doesn't feel that. Like, does she have an arc? She's trying to not get married to P- Bowser. <laughs> she's trying not to be forced into a marriage.
1: Um, she's not expanding her kingdom, but then again, monarchs are not supposed to expand their kingdoms or else. Um, she, yeah, other, like, she's all she's there for is. Uh, Princess, you got to save us from Bowser. And that's it. Like, there's nothing beforehand. There's nothing afterhand. It's just like, oh, and then Mario's like shows up and she's like, oh, I sort of like, okay, I'll just help you like on the basis of because I'm nice.
0: Yeah. And again, comparing it to, um, to Sonic. Yeah. Everyone had their own little arcs. Maybe not Eggman. I don't feel like he had an arc, but Sonic being this, this, this loner finding a family and, you know, learning more about his past. You know, and yeah, in the start, I feel like he doesn't have much of a direction. He's just kind of going through life as an outsider, look, looking in. And then at the end, he, you know, finds finds a home, finds who he is in a way and proves his worth, discovers his, his worth too. And I guess there's a little bit of that with, with Mario about, yeah, like his, his parents don't believe that he's, he's a good guy. And I guess they had that first job where he was a fuck up with the dog yep. <laughs> although I feel like that was more Luigi's fault I think you, you've watched more recently than I did
1: <laughs> all it was was that when they went into the house Luigi stepped on the dog's treat and that peeved the dog off
0: oh I thought he messed something up too with when they were trying to fix that, that thing but maybe not
1: uh, oh yeah just other than like I thought I was talking about the imp- impetus of it but like um, all Luigi did was like I guess he leaned against it after the dog came in
0: oh yes okay so yeah he wasn't mario and luigi weren't even fuck-ups there either it was just yeah the dog
1: <laughs> the plot came in to like force him to look like mock-ups
0: yeah so it was really just him needing an opportunity to prove his potential but his potential was already there so yeah i just you know i'm and, and maybe i'm picking on the, the the weakest part of the movie and i should be more enjoying the stuff that did work like i'll say uh bowser for one they they kind of they kind of changed him they took definitely some of the bits from the game where he does seem like a theatrical kind of uh they, they captured those elements of the the bowser character that's always apparent and the fact that you know he is going after he, he's kidnapping these princesses and keeping them in his castles so he can marry him <laughs> weird stuff like that so i like they feed that stuff in there but i don't know i didn't necessarily love jack black's Take on him. I thought it was okay.
1: Is it the acting or is it the, the writing?
0: Yeah, I just felt like he was kind of the the comic relief in a movie that didn't really need comic relief. I thought, and and sometimes that's just what Jack Black brings to a role. And sometimes I just don't always jibe with what he's bringing. So I know a lot of people do. That's fair. So I think that's just a personal taste thing.
1: I guess yeah. So like between Eggman and then Bowser. Which will, I, I guess, I think I already know the answer, but like, which which one did you, w- left more of a, like an impact on you, and what you wanted to see more of?
0: Eggman. Yeah. <laughs>
1: we know why, of course.
0: Yeah, th- that was a very dynamic performance, and yeah, I just felt like Bowser, maybe he didn't have enough a spotlight, but they gave him like a couple moments to shine, and uh, I know a lot of people liked his song, I saw that was getting meme a little bit. <laughs> so you'll probably turn around and start hating in a few years if it does become a popular meme. But
1: <laughs> Me, I don't, I don't think so. I, th- I actually thought it was like... I have no strong feelings one way or the other. I can see the annoying side of it, but not really being a real song, other than just like a parody of just like... My whole motivation is to marry princesses, and they do it in like a kid version, like a, a G rating, excuse yeah. me, rather than it being actually creepy. Um, I mean, I hope that somehow the... The, his seven children show up in the next film. That'd be kind of nice. But when I think of Bowser, going back to Mario three, I I think of you know you fought all his kids. Uh, you've been like duped. You had to go to these other these seven worlds, and you're you're finally you are finally at his castle gates. You are finally like able to take on the dragon, literally as as he is. And your job is to like he is he like everything up to this point has been like practice basically against him just for you to, like, finally go up against him. And it is hard, at least for, for me as a kid. It was hard. So, in a way, you that's what I was kind of hoping to see with, with, like, Mario Bowser, where it's just like, yeah, Bowser is this just, like, even, like, you've gotten through the game, like, skin of your teeth or whatnot with all these power-ups and whatnot, and you're, like, you're getting, understanding the map layout, and, you know, when, like, what, what, what like, which secret entrances are where, and you're, you're doing all this stuff, and then, like, you finally get to Bowser, and he is just an absolute nightmare to deal with sometimes with his assault like on on, with his like flying fortress and it's like oh man i'm gonna be satisfied when i like beat this guy up and he just and so and he just beats you over and over again until like you finally understand his pattern recognition It's like or his, his pattern layout excuse me it's like oh my goodness like that was ultra satisfying and in this it's like I mean, that was the other thing is that in the games, sure, you you don't see him, but his presence is always felt. Whereas here, they like definitely want to make him a character, and you know, like like you know, similar to like Megatron, where Megatron in the in the Transformers um, TV shows is a character that you always see, and not just like a level force who just shows up and it's like, uh eh, bad. I I'm here to seize, put power with whatever MacGuffin of the movie.
0: Yeah. Oh God the worst one of the worst examples of that
1: i said that's why i said beef uh, sorry i gotta say michael bay's megatron excuse me not the (laughs) megatron from tv shows
0: yeah yeah and once we got to that whole you know breaking back into the real world i I loved early on when we saw them you know going through the the pipes into the the mushroom kingdom i was like oh wow this is what i've been you know wanting to see they're just taking these absurd concepts and doing really cool stuff with them. I love their separation as they're going through the streams. I thought that was really cool.
1: It is a callback to, I believe I probably other ones, but it was a callback to super Mario brothers three, where there is like the warp world where there's, there's certain secret entrances to this warp world from different levels in the game. And if you went to it and there was also uh what is it? There was the P win, but there was a, uh, the flute, the magic flute. That's right. The magic flute that would like teleport you to this. And you could act. And it basically, it was like a fast travel point between worlds rather than having to go like from like uh, one end of the Island to the other.
0: Hmm. Yeah. But I was going to say, uh, even though I love all that stuff, I didn't necessarily love the fact that we have to, for the climax have that world exploding into ours or at least theirs since it is still a cartoon world. Yeah. I just didn't, I didn't really feel like we needed to go there for that, that climax. what do you think about that stuff? Come on, man.
1: Like I said, it literally is like the plot to super Mario brothers, 1993. Like that's, that was the whole point.
0: Well, <laughs> that was more like a little end with joke. I think more at the end, more than anything or last kind of the serial killer pops up for a last scare kind of thing
1: (laughs) because they needed they needed mario to have the motivation from when he saw his commercial which i love the fact that they have the capes from super mario world that was that was amazing and then um yeah it's just it and just like see his what what is it his rival there as well to give him motivation it's like there i think it was only that reason but it's kind of felt like when, when Bowser came to the world, I was like, it feels like the scene from, I think it's Hellboy 1, where he has to deal with that plant in, like, Brooklyn somewhere, or in, in Manhattan.
0: Oh, yes, yes. I think that's...
1: I don't know why I was thinking of that.
0: Yeah, I think that's in 1, yeah.
1: No, it, it definitely isn't. It, it was not in the Golden Army. <laughs>
0: hmm, but where else to go for this one? Hmm. Well, I I guess since I mentioned the Mario Kart scene, yeah, I love the way they realized that. I think that looked quite cool. Um. I, again i didn't love all the dick measuring between donkey kong and yeah, mario but what can you do there and that whole um, training sequence for mario when he's going through the having to jump across the all that stuff i thought that was really cool and, and there was some some nice sequences like that
1: do you think that this movie in eric's uh, in eric's mind is woke for for i just mean for peach
0: Oh, I have seen people say that, yeah. Oh my goodness. Even Mario Brothers isn't safe. Woke. Whatever.
1: Uh, because I think, exactly. no, because they, 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 they saved themselves. They covered their bases by saying she arrived when she was a child. And then the Toads trained her, I'm like...
0: But yeah, they, they're like, of course she has to know how to do everything. She's a badass, but Mario is stupid. He doesn't know how to do anything. It's like, okay. He gets
1: by pretty quickly. He actually... It's fairly realistic. Like, the way he, like, you know execute some of the moves and whatnot he almost makes it so like yeah I, I i didn't find like if it's oh just girls can't be better than guys like well you have no argument there there's what, what else are you telling me
0: well it was more like they were saying like uh, and it was only one well maybe it was actually more than one it was like uh, a bunch of people now i think about it uh, okay in this one movie group that i'm in see i yeah i
1: i don't i don't notice this stuff because <laughs> I don't care, or at least not don't care, but it's just like other than like you have a problem with females acting superior and and overpowering males. What well what, what argument do you have?
0: They're complaining that uh, oh you know this they're not being true to the games you know because in the games Mario has always has to save, which isn't even true. I mean later in the games she becomes a playable character who you know you know is just as badass as the others can do whatever they can do. But they were like, oh, you know, Mario should be saving her, and she should be a, a, a captive, and she shouldn't be teaching him how to be, you know, how to do this stuff. All right. I was like, okay, why do you even care about this? What? How, why would this possibly matter to you? All right.
1: You, wanna, you all want to talk about faithful re- recreations? All right. Let's go. All right, fine. So how come when Mario fought Donkey Kong, it wasn't the original? Like, why in the hay was it not like the original Mario Brothers, where... He has to literally go up like the chutes and ladders and then like pounce Donkey Kong <laughs> on his head. Tell me that.
0: Huh? Yeah, I'll tell you. I never saw that coming up. And
1: how come Rainbow Road wasn't in space? Huh? And why, pray tell, um, did the carts uh, have the magnetic pull, uh, magnetic tires on the bottom when that's only supposed to happen, if I recall, uh, on metal? There you go. And where the heck were all the rare, like the Donkey Kong Country references, huh? Like i like was i had a big smile on my face when i heard the dk rap i was like let's go and then i saw the whole change they made to like the kong island i'm like this is not what donkey kong country returns is about
0: <laughs> yeah it was just stupid and in the group that i'm talking about some of the people in it i swear do that stuff just to be reactionary to Get engagement oh
1: they literally like are trying to they literally are like enable like they, they they want me to enable them just to continue have them continue their existence but it's like now yeah to to explain myself that does sound very like uh gatekeeping and whatnot that's just my other opinion of like the matter what they had was okay like i'm not gonna throw them under the bus that was just my other thought of like you know i kind of wish they did this but at the same time it was just like i'm gonna sound like a spoiled fan if i like say like oh but i wanted this it's like Listen, they have to like stop at some point, or else they can't they can't satisfy everybody.
0: Yeah, and I'm I come from a slightly different camp. I, I I appreciate the nostalgia. I think they did a really good job recreating the game, and that's part of the fun of seeing a a video game brought to life. But more than that, I wanted a, a story that I that was engaging. I wanted characters that I could like. So did I. And so, yeah, I walked away just being like, eh... Again, maybe they could maybe they could salvage this next time and and this movie will still be a fine
1: Don't ever say that. Do not ever say that. That's
0: Exactly. I'm in the same No
1: don't ever say that.
0: I'm back in the Force Awakens territory. Don't do that.
1: You can't do that to yourself.
0: Why? Why it's it was a it was a fine introduction piece. That's what this was. Just like the Force Awakens was at the time.
1: I mean, even though it's technically, you know, taking a lot of stuff from four, five, and six.
0: But there was still lots of lots of new stuff there and it was it was a fine introduction to these new characters and this new status quo in the force awakens and in this movie and yeah i think as a standalone piece it maybe won't hold up well if the rest of it doesn't come out well so we got to hope that the next one they can really turn that stuff around and and give us reasons to like this this franchise going forward
1: time to act petty at least this one is not a mystery box plot
0: Well, this one doesn't have much of a plot at all. So <laughs> they both have their trade-offs.
1: I can even go one for, well, sorry, even, to, to even sound like a, a more, like, self entitled fan. Uh, how come in, like, the Kong country, um, they didn't have mine carts? I'm like, I was really hoping for that. There you go. I would love to see that.
0: Where's those weird reptile guys that uh, that can roll around?
1: Yeah, where's where's Rami the uh, the rhinoceros? Where's the swordfish? Where's the like I, the banana wow. part made sense actually? That that made perfect sense like within the movie. But again, I I sound kind of unintelligent there.
0: Um, where's the spinning octopus? To uh, yeah. Get oh me every time. yeah,
1: the spinning octopus. <laughs> those guys. Where's the beavers?
0: Yeah, screw this movie now. Oh, it didn't give me everything I wanted. <laughs> no, 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 no hey you know maybe in a sequel that's when we'll get that stuff and we'll be like oh we like the first movie better now oh.
1: i think why i was there's a part of me that enjoyed this a lot more because this is my first illumination film where i actually was excited mm. like mm. there was never I like, any of the any of the trailers i saw of their previous entries i was like i gotta go see that it's like Every single trailer that they've ever released has made me go, I got to stay away from this. Like, I'll I'll pass. Like, this is just not for me. Whereas this one, it's like, all right, given that, as I said before in a previous speakeasy, thankfully Nintendo has, like, the, uh, a leash on them. So it's like, they're going to be in line. Oh. <laughs> I said it a little more, like, um, positively in, in that instead, but here I'm just like, no, 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 no. Nintendo had, like, a leash around them.
0: Yeah, and I don't know if that was necessarily a benefit because one of the things that Illumination does quite well is give us likable characters and give character uh, arcs for all the characters. Their movies are not usually... I mean, that's one of the things that was so great about uh, Despicable Me. Yeah, that is one of their strengths. Um, and yeah, that its I almost wonder if the... They are so maybe they were tied up with Nintendo, being like, okay, we want all this stuff in this represented, and maybe a little micromanaged to the point that it feels a little bit like, uh, like yeah, maybe some of the story was a little bit cleaned away in terms of the characters, they, they just feel a little bit bland here, which is not always the case uh, with Lumination. Sometimes they can give us more varied characters. So, I mean, grew himself into Despicable Me and the uh, the Sing movies. The lead in that, you know, when we first meet him in the first movie, he's kind of a seedy dude who's willing to do whatever it takes, whether it's lying to all of his friends and tricking people into working for him under false pretenses, and you know, he's got a an interesting arc in that. So, or at least an arc. <laughs> so I don't feel like this is a, a an issue that usually affects their movies. No comment. Well, where where to go from here? Yeah.
1: Um, I wasn't infuriated as the internet was over Chris Pratt's performance. I mean, it's there. Could they have given actual act voice actors the chance to, uh, you know, m- portray Mario? Yes. They even had Charles M like, you know, voice, uh, voice some characters in there. The original voice of Mario. No, or I guess, you know, the voice of Mario, excuse me. He was, the, uh, he was the guy playing the arcade in the beginning where he goes, wahoo, because that's his you know catchphrase. And then okay. he's also Mario's dad. Oh, interesting. Which, I gotta say, I was kind of happy to see that, where it was like, oh, we actually see like Mario and Luigi's family. I, 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 I really respect that. I, 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 I like that addition.
0: I was okay with it. Um, I would have liked... Well, I don't know. I, mean, I, I just feel like I keep repeating the same things. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I like the designs for them. I liked the fact that mario and luigi were kind of failures in their eyes i I didn't mind that so yeah
1: again illumination is known for like very like basic stuff and but that is literally me trying to be like you know pretty um uh what what was diplomatic i mean i'm being very diplomatic like 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 they i think what they're good at is going for the common the the the, i want Common denominator. I won't say lowest. But I'll just say like they they try to like be general with their audiences and and try to not have too much like complexities to their plots and characters, which you know that works. That that definitely does work, uh, and there's an audience for that. But for you and I, we definitely. I mean, again, you're a fan of Illumination, so maybe I'm like wrong with this, but you and I definitely love like you know our characters to shine, and well, so you definitely see that with like characters of Illumination
0: yeah and again i wouldn't say i'm a fan of illumination i don't feel like they have that much of a breadth of films to to say that but i feel like i'm i'm never wary to go see one of their movies and i feel like they've some of the weaknesses that i find in this movie i don't find in their other works it feels uh that's why i'm i'm more surprised that this one feels as a little bit uh flat as it does because yeah i mean occasionally i'll find that like when they did um There's stuff with uh, Dr. Seuss, I feel an equal flatness with those as well. But yeah, their own, their real movies, or or not their real movies, that's terrible.
1: Non-adapted films.
0: Yes. Yeah, those ones feel more well-rounded, especially character-wise. So yeah, I was a little bit surprised by that with this one.
1: Yeah, maybe it's an adaptation thing where, again, maybe... Well, I don't know how much they take from like when they did The Grinch. I don't know how much... Like they were listening to like, you know, the Dr. Seuss um, uh, 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 rights holders.
0: (laughs) Yeah, i got no clue at all. No clue. But I do wonder because, I mean, Nintendo, they were so wary that they didn't let anyone else touch their stuff for, you know, 30 years. So, yeah, maybe you got to wonder if they would be micromanaging a project like this and make sure that what's going to come out is not, another uh abomination of their their material they i would imagine that they want to make sure that it's putting out exactly what they want to deliver
1: quality control and safety that is literally like what they are trying to do because they are a brand similar like just like disney they're they're a brand and they have an image a very like you know not squeaky clean image but definitely like a family image
0: yeah yeah and I'm not calling them disney by uh you know mentioning the micromanaging of production and you know Maybe potentially bringing in a studio and then kind of wanting yes men to approve what they want. I'm I'm sure some of that was going on here, but it's it's understandable in their case considering that the last time they experimented like this, it was an abysmal failure. And despite my complaints and you know dissatisfactions with some of the elements of this movie, um, it was a giant success. So it's you know it's it's worked for them.
1: I'll say this, and here's why I roll my eyes. Where everybody's just like, oh, beat Frozen two for like, you know, opening like box office or something like that or whatever it was, Some, whatever like arbitrary number that really is meaningless. Oh, the mean, maybe it didn't mean something, but I'm like, this is a 35 year old fran- IP like franchise. Yeah, why would it not make a billion dollars when everything else is probably made more than a billion dollars? Like. Every, like all of like Super Mario Brothers as a franchise has probably made more than one billion dollars. I could be wrong on that, but still. Oh, I'm positive. It's, it's positive. like, <laughs> of course, it's gonna make a billion dollars. Like, it's it's the it's that really old geek fusion, uh, geeks not nerds question of is Mario more um, recognizable and popular than Mickey Mouse? Yeah. And I'd say yes, because Mickey Mouse has not been in films ever. Like, when, like Fantasia two thousand, that was just like them showing the Sorcerer's Apprentice again. Like he hasn't, other than like some of the direct-to-video stuff. Like he's not really appeared in any other movies. They have pretty much forgotten him as like a character and just used him as a mascot.
0: Well, you said that you didn't have Disney Channel, right? growing up
1: i didn't well uh, well i didn't have the family channel but like i had like the abc network or the abc saturday morning block
0: oh did you get the various uh, mickey mouse shows on in that block
1: i mean i I know of like you know the the house of mouse um you know a a funny idea rendition of house of blues but i know that there were other like channel blocks that had like mickey mouse shorts is that correct
0: Oh, not sure. It's like full-on like animated TV series. There's always run, one running. Um, I remember I used to watch one that was 2D, and then it, another one came out that was 3D animation, and just recently, maybe like two two or three years ago, I saw another one that was CGI animation. So I feel like that's always played and always been an introduction piece to kids who have access to that channel.
1: Well, fair enough. Yeah, there were other cartoons, I guess. I was just referring to like a movie. Yeah. But maybe you are right in that, like, there you go. I was
0: wrong. And I'll say this, this, this actually baffled me. So there, there is a chance that Mickey Mouse is still the more recognizable one because when it comes to the older generation, the people who are already in their, their forties or fifties and eighties, they might not know who Mario is even to this day, because, uh, maybe a day or two after we watched this in the theater, we went out for, uh, lunch with Brianna's grandparents my partner's grandparents and we were like oh you know they were like have you seen the movies lately and we were like oh yeah we just saw the the Super Mario Brothers movie and they're like Super Mario Brothers what's that and neither one of them had any clue they're like oh no video games that stuff was for the kids like we didn't uh, we never played video games never paying attention so in 2023 they had no idea <laughs> who Mario was
1: no that's true no that, that definitely is true but it, I still wonder which majority knows the other more. Mm. I mean, I guess I wonder if Super. I wonder if Mario and Luigi. But I guess Mario is more popular than Bugs Bunny.
0: <laughs> uh, that's interesting. Mm.
1: I mean, then again, like Bugs was in um, uh, Space Jam Two. And then he yeah. also is in television shows, and I mean, yes, no, like that's that that that's on point for Warner Brothers. Like Looney Tunes has always been a TV show first before it was a movie. Yeah,
0: and for any people who go back to certain movies like Gremlins Two or, uh, or I guess if you're a fan of the Justice League cartoons, you know Bugs that always open up the the image there. So, but maybe they don't know the character. Maybe they just know the iconography.
1: That's the thing. Is it like? Do they know? the character of Bugs Bunny or do they know like him as the mascot? That's the same thing with like Mickey Mouse. Do you know Mickey Mouse the character or do you know Mickey Mouse the mascot? Mm. And so like, was this Mario the mascot or is this Mario like the character?
0: Yeah. I feel like this is a mix between the two. There's enough there to be like, okay, he's a down to earth guy who, you know, using, what ability he who never had the potential until he got to this mushroom kingdom or this this whatever this world is super mario brothers world and now he has a chance to show that he's a real hero underneath which yes sounds very generic but but it's you know it is what it is i mean i think my only
1: question is not that it matters i was like all right is there an explanation for why the warp pipe is like right under brooklyn uh, other than it being a reference
0: to like the 93 film. I thought there was, but maybe maybe I just can't remember it. Hmm. I
1: don't remember there being cuz it was just like they, they go into the they go into the sewers to like fix the, the the big like, you know, sewer burst in Brooklyn and which was a nice cameo by Pauline by the way. That was that was really nice to see her the original like Mario girl. Um but we get we get this like big vast like, you know, Sewer level. Um which I guess there's not that many versions. I is there a sewer level in Super Mario Brothers now that I think about it.
0: I don't I don't know if sewers exist in the Super Mario Brothers world. Even though technically they would be worked on. <laughs>
1: Anyways. Um but we get this like big elaborate network of sewers and then like the warp pipe is there and I'm like I guess it doesn't matter, but I am curious as to like how that got there and I know they're probably never gonna like
0: Hey question that for me but even so it's a mystery box save for the sequel it's gonna turn out that there is yeah big big plot there next villain (laughs) directed by jj abrams (laughs) fair enough (laughs) no i'm just kidding i don't know why i don't know why these i guess it was just because i was yeah i feel like i'm in a a similar place to force awakens but yeah i don't know why star wars keeps coming up here i (laughs) the sword spot (laughs) Cause it was our second
1: episode ever. So like uh, on this there channel. You. So like, of course it's always going to be in our roots. I said it after we were done our first star Wars run is that we'll still talk about it. Even afterwards. Didn't realize we would redo everything, but still.
0: Oh, sorry. I just, uh, it just occurred to me where I saw the most recent, uh, uh Mickey Mouse show or one of the more recent ones. It was in Florida. We were just uh, scrolling around on TV and they actually had, um, a Steamboat Willie show with that look of Mickey Mouse. So I thought that was interesting. But sorry, go ahead. No,
1: no, no that's, no, that's I think that's relevant to hear and to answer your question of like, yeah, Mickey Mouse is still relevant uh, just in a smaller capacity. Yeah. It's just that like, even though the small screen does get a lot of like attention, I'm also thinking of big screen movies because, you know, that $1 billion, $1 billion had to come some, from somewhere.
0: <laughs>
1: it's not just a million people watching it.
0: Well, oh, where else do we have to go? Yeah, I don't know. I feel like I'm maybe running dry a little bit.
1: Oh, I I, I wonder uh, was was in in those like anti Super Mario Brothers movies or or, or uh, move, movement? Excuse me. Um, did the uh, did the uh, did the criti- critics uh, also declare that um, they did not like the fact that Luigi was emancipated?
0: No, I didn't see anyone talking about Luigi at all, except for people like, oh, I used to love the playing a uh, luigi's haunted mansion on my 3ds i saw a couple people mentioning that and i didn't play that um so i don't know if maybe like i knew of course what they're going for there but since i didn't get those games maybe people who played those got more references there um not that i
1: noticed because again he's like a it's basically him ghost busting in like in those games i okay hmm. I, i'm very much generalizing it. i'm aware of that but you are like going you're going into a haunted like house or going into a, a haunted grounds and you are trying to, you know, get rid of like booze or, or other like spook specters and uh, anything else. So, you know, it's it kind of makes sense, but um, not in this one. Maybe in an, maybe we'll get another reference to that at some point. Mm-hmm. Um, the question is: Are is Universal and or has Universal gotten the uh, permission to go with a Super Smash Brothers multiverse? that is the question
0: yeah i i purposely stayed away from any announcements from nintendo because of just like how you mentioned during our uh, silent hill uh, episode there I, you know i knew that they were making a new game and a new movie and then you just unloaded like oh no they're actually they announced they made a big announcement yep and it was like five games or or something like that
1: five entries into this like five. new era of silent hill
0: yeah, and sometimes when I see stuff like that, I just feel like it's overwhelming announcing it all at once. And it's just like makes me want to tune out a little bit. Empty promises.
1: That's the term. There's all these empty promises nowadays. Warner Brothers is especially a problem with that, with all these, yeah. like what it seems like and they're delivering, they're not delivering the goods. It's a good way of uh, introducing some people who don't understand politics. What are, what, what are the problems with politicians when it's just like they make empty promises that they don't deliver on? But sometimes that's because of bureaucracy or red tape. Yeah. And other uh, ex- outstanding factors.
0: Yeah. And I think maybe my aversion to this type of thing started with Star Wars and Marvel because I remember Star Wars. Yeah. They kept making all these announcements. We got all these movies coming out, this one, this one. And then they would fall to the wayside. And I'd just be like, oh, I just, you know, I don't want to pay attention to this.
1: Yeah, where's the where's the other Lord Miller project? Where's Patty Jenkins project? Where's the um, Game of Thrones, uh, uh, the TV show creators uh, project? Yep. What about like where where are those? And like nothing so far. I don't know about Marvel. You have to tell me about that one though.
0: For that one, it's just overload of like here's our schedule from uh now to 2027 it's just like oh my god i just oh that's that's i don't want to think about all those movies i gotta
1: hey to be fair back in the day it was 2019 and that uh that 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 came that was passed um and for that uh, i actually like marvel's pretty much like (laughs) despite this coming from me they kind of technically like like remain true to their word Oh yeah, Uh, the only like thing that didn't work out was in humans because you know ike pro mutter excuse me but like they actually like kind of are going to be in a good position given that they acquired Fox studios other than that being a whole monopoly situation. But like, so they now pretty much have the rights to fantastic Four and X-Men back. So they pretty much are like, you know,
0: golden now other than Sony being a problem. My version isn't necessarily of stuff not happening. It's more stuff. Like I just, just make these things. Don't give me an announcement where you release like six titles at once and be like, prepare for these six titles. It's like oh, that's that's just a bit much for me. Just just focus on one thing, push one thing at a time, and I can absorb that, get excited for it. But when it's just like a barrage of things, it's like I can't pick one to get excited for, and it makes me turn off. Like oh, I don't want to think about all these things coming at me.
1: <laughs> that's uh, that's pretty much what made me that what what led me away from it. One of the factors, of course, leading me away from Marvel, just because it was like, can I get some surprises? Because everything has to be announced nowadays. It's like, there's no surprises. And that's what this movie was for me. It was like a, a pleasant surprise. You know, there's a, a mixed about the movie, but in the end, i would watched it again. Like I'm yeah. perfectly happy with what it is. Uh, it's, it, there are, it's not a perfect movie. Of course uh, there, there, there's a lot le- left like me to be left on the table. So it's like, they could have done more with it, but even a shout out fest, like a uh, reference, Movie does not make it an actual movie. I I definitely get that because that would just make me a simpleton, which I believe I am. So (laughs) come on, you know this movie. I would, I will definitely watch again. But I have to understand that, like, you know, there's so much more potential that they could have done with it. But I guess for seeing all this in sequence and on screen, I I definitely liked it and would watch it again.
0: Yeah, and, and. To me, it feels more like an experiment than a real movie. It feels like testing the waters for what this could be.
1: A demo and or like a beta.
0: Yeah, and, and for that, I think this is a fine entry. I just hope that this isn't more of what we get next time. I hope next time they they take what worked here and give us a real movie. And yeah, but, but for what this is, I, I do think it's fine. I, I'll absolutely watch it again. It's just, yeah, it doesn't fully hit the mark to make it uh in my opinion a good movie it's just a, a fine one yeah and uh, yeah thank you isaac for uh you know finally going to see this we could talk about it i have been definitely sitting on some ideas and things to throw out at you so it's nice to finally flesh that out there and uh yeah well look forward to a more proper uh review more in depth uh potentially a commentary i'm not sure I was gonna say, what are
1: we doing here? Are we gonna do? I guess we just did a whole discussion, so I guess we should give the audience a uh, commentary.
0: Yeah, we'll we'll most likely be doing a commentary, uh, most likely with Johnny, after we do a a discussion on that first movie, or a commentary. I don't know.
1: (laughs) Yeah, that movie has to come first before this one because it, you know, it's a remake, of course. So,
0: yeah. So expect that. Yeah, either once it appears on the randomizer, or if we just decide, ah, screw, we want to do it. So, so look forward to that one day but uh, but for now thank you for listening and yeah catch us on the next one peace